Welcome to the Costello Coaching Podcast, where we talk about developing the human within the athlete. My vision is to enhance people's performance in all aspects of their lives. I hope you enjoy. What's up, guys? I'm going to be coming at you with a solo podcast today. I'm going to be breaking down something that's really a true core tenet of the way that I coach and the way that I observe and the way that I work. Now, what I notice about myself is I am constantly evolving. So what I'm focused on today might not be what I'm focused on in the next 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, because I'm always evolving. But right now, what I'm really excited to share with you is something that is really helping so many of my athletes and the people that I coach and the people that I influence are really being moved by this concept. Now, this concept I'm going to share with you today is interchangeable for pretty much anyone in any situation. So I think there's going to be a lot of momentum that can be built off of this way of thinking. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to try to equip you with a skill and technique in order to really learn how to frame and reframe situations that you're in. So if you have a goal in mind and you're not really hitting it, Maybe this will help you utilize to get there faster. Maybe you beat yourself up after performances uh, on the field or in the office or wherever wherever your performance is. Maybe you're not doing a good job of breaking down how your performance went and how you could improve and how you can get better. So what we're going to do today is we're going to break down the subjective versus the objective. I love this concept, subjective versus the objective. So where I want to begin with this is first define what the subjective is. The subjective is based on based and influenced by your feelings and your opinions. Now, that's pretty much the majority of the way the world works today. Most people will come at things with their opinions. They share their opinions, share their opinions, share their feelings, share their thoughts, but not much of it is backed up and supported by fact. And so what ends up happening is You get a ton of messages out there that are all opinion-based. And most people get confused by this. They get confused by what is the fact? What is the truth? That person's smart, but that's their opinion. Does that mean that's true? Does that mean that's false? And it can be confusing. Now, what's harder is actually when we do that to ourselves. So when we speak to ourselves subjectively, what ends up happening is we end up getting down this rabbit hole of our thoughts and opinions rather than what is actually happening. I try to stay practical and I try to stay real in what I'm doing. And that is why I try to do the majority of my work within the objective. Now, what the objective is, is something that is represented by facts. So for example, when we're coaching a baseball athlete, because I always refer to baseball players because that's my world. But when we're working with a baseball player, what we're going to do is we're going to share their statistics and share their metrics. So everything that we're going to do is going to come from an objective point of view. When you're training, you need to do this many sets, this many reps, this many times. And we can build out a training protocol for a month at a time, a week at a time, a day at a time, an hour at a time, 30 minutes at a time, all the way for 12 months out, 10 years out. And you can be objective because you can be factual about the time and where their physical body needs to be in relation to that time. This can all be supported by the facts of how you're going to achieve that. So now it's going to require this many calories. It's going to require this many training sessions. It's going to require a certain amount, and you can quantify. And what ends up happening when you quantify and you make objective claims, you then can anchor and draw anchor towards those goals. Now, in the contrary, That's forward thinking. So that's thinking about the future. And you can help someone gain momentum by setting up objective measurements 
so that they can track their progress. Whereas most people say, oh yeah, I want to achieve this. I want to go out and do this um, because it's going to make me feel this certain type of way. And I want that fancy car and I want to get drafted in the first round. I, I want to be a C-level executive. I want to do all these things that are really cool and flashy and but it's not anchored with any objective results. I want to make money, okay? That that could be, I want to make $10, or that means you can make $10 million. Making money is money. So a dollar or $10 million, it's all making money. It's how much, by when, how am I going to achieve it? What is it worth to me? Why am I doing it? And then all of a sudden, you can start to really realize why you're going about what you want to be doing. Now, to tie this back into the subjective, most people judge themselves from a subjective point of view. They are not sharing the true facts about the matter. They're more so sharing their opinions about the matter. Now, this happens with people. I've seen this actually with athletes coming off injury. I'll share a really cool story. Hey, guys. Hope you're enjoying the show. Only way this podcast grows is if it's shared. So please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you feel like it can help enhance their performance in their life. A little karma goes a long way. Let's get back to the show. So I had an athlete, they had a bone defect in their knee. And the big thing was this athlete was in rehabilitation for eight months prior to meeting me. Uh, He was very unsure about what was happening within his knee, but he was with some of the best physical therapists in the world. And they were really taking care of him. He had done everything. He had checked all the boxes. He had been cleared by multiple doctors for the past month. And I told him, I said, so what is your fear associated with this right now? And he was looking at me and he was really wondering, well, what is my fear? He's like, well, if I go to backhand a ground ball and I plant my right foot, I'm really afraid that my knee's going to give out. I said, okay, that's a realistic fear. That's okay to have that fear. And he felt comfortable after I said that because we addressed that it was okay to have the fear. But then he said to me, yeah, I'm just really unsure about, you know, going all out at it. I said, so you've done incredible physical therapy. You've been disciplined to your routine. You've done all these things. We checked all the boxes. You did everything you possibly could, right? He said, yes. And then he told me that everyone had cleared him. I said, okay. Now I told him, what happens if you go out to field your first ground ball and you blow your knee out? What happens? Or what happens if the same exact injury happens to you again? And he looked at me and he was confused. I said, what happens? I said, do you do this whole process over again? He said, yeah, I'm probably going to have to do this whole process over again. I said, was it hard? Yeah, it was really hard. I said, well, you've already lived it. You've already been through it. I really believe that you'll be able to achieve it if you have to go through it again. So is that worth it now? If you have to go through it again, you'd actually probably do it faster because you know exactly what you need to do, how much you need to do it. I said, so this should remove your fear. You have been objective about everything. So objectively speaking, you're perfectly fine. But subjectively speaking, you're unsure. So if you anchor yourself in the objective, all of a sudden that takes your fear away. So when people are fearful about situations, it's because they're lost in their feelings and emotions rather than thinking about the facts. If you're prepared for an opportunity and you're factually prepared for the opportunity, you then should not be fearful of it because then you're lumped in between your subjective and your objective. What is the objective mission of the day? And you go out and achieve it? All of a sudden, things become so much simpler. I love using the grocery store analogy. When you go in and you know you need food, but you don't really know what food you need, you end up walking around the grocery store for 20 minutes. But the second you walk in with a list and you have 10 to 15 items on that list, and you know you need to go here, 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 you're going to circle around with the fruit, then you're going to grab the meat, then you grab the meat, and then you're going to get the bread, and you get the bread, and you're going to get the vegetables, then you're going to go get the snack that you wanted, and then you're going to get the drink, and you check out, and you're in and out of there in 
five, 10 minutes, but you go unsure subjectively. Oh, I feel like having this. I think I should have that. That looks good. You end up rolling through and it takes forever. So where people need to shift their mind towards is they need to shift towards the objective more often. And this also can help you when you're in confrontation with others as well. What I've noticed is when people challenge me, maybe on my coaching, it might be because the coaching and the training hasn't been objective enough. It's my thoughts, it's my feelings about what someone should do, more so than the fact of what they should be doing. So when people, I have my facts supported and my objections supported, what ends up happening is people are receive my information so much easier. Not because I'm coming at them with a large ego or anything, but more so because I'm giving them facts and information that is true and they can see how it's supported and the reason why I'm giving them this information. So when you go about your business or you go about anything you're doing, stick to the objection rather than the subjective. Okay, so work with the objective, stay away from the subjective. Last thing on this, relationally, whether you're a parent listening to this or a young athlete or an entrepreneur, whoever you are, wherever you are in your walk of life, just know this, most conversations that are held in emotion are gonna be based on opinions and feelings. So don't let the opinions and feelings of others dictate completely the way you do what you do and don't blend the two. So when I say blend the two, I mean, don't blend the subjective and the objective. Keep them separate and then you can really have a true lens at the way you look at things. So in closing, the way we have our athletes work with this is we have them journal after their performance. So we write down all their subjective thoughts. I felt like I played really well. I did this, I did this, I did this. And they list out everything, why they played well. And then on the objective, what are the facts? What were the statistics? Well, I got two hits. I made three plays in the field. I did this, I did that. And they then align them. After aligning them, they say, how can I improve? We have a little line underneath. How can we improve? And then they look at both subjective and objective. And they say, okay, I can improve here, here, and here. Then on the bottom, we say, what were the mistakes? And we label the mistakes, but then we anchor them. We anchor them with the objective of what they can do to fix the mistakes. So then we're taking a real clear lens and we're clearing our lens on what it looks like and what the truth is about the performance. If you can truly look at the performance from an objective point of view, stare at the facts of what happened, you can then be much more clear about the way you go about your business in the future and how you handle the situations that you're currently living in. So if you get anything from this today, get out of thoughts and feelings and get to facts. And once you get your facts straight, you then can reverse engineer it and have your thoughts and feelings about those facts and how you're going to create change or how you're going to do better or what adjustments need to be made based off the facts. So don't be making your decisions based off thoughts and feelings. Look at the facts first and then see where you can go from there. I hope you learned something from this today and I hope to continue to share as much value as I possibly can. If you have any thoughts, please leave a comment. Please subscribe to this and we'll be back at it with another episode next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I hope you benefited from this. Give the show a follow, share it, and comment what you'd like to hear more of so we can help more people perform in all aspects of their lives. 